We're back. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. Welcome back. Welcome back. I know you're probably like, who is this again? Victory Hollyfield. I'm your sister in the Lord. If you're a believer of Jesus, I am your sister. I'm in the studio with beautiful sister Kendra White, my beautiful sister Cedra. Cedra, how did I forget your last name? Uh... I don't. I don't know. It's fine. They don't have. No, to know. I no. want to know your last name. It's Sartin. It's, Sartin. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Live radio, y'all. She's the producer of the show, and you're doing a wonderful job. You only know me by Cedra. It's not like you walk around calling me Cedra Sartin. That's true. That, that would be weird. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Guys, we are talking about biblical womanhood. We're getting scriptural here because the Bible has the answer to absolutely everything under the sun. I'm serious. If you think of something right now, think of something. The Bible has an answer to that. I kid you not. It really does. All right. Um, Kendra, you broke it down. Help me. If you missed it, you're going to just check out the podcast, EngageMagazine.net. Um, what we left off with is, does a woman, I love this question, does a woman's, a woman's marital status alter her mission or purpose? Woo! <laughs> that is a real legit question. And please, again, if you're single, stay with us because we're going to get to you guys too. Um, I say it does not alter it. I say it adds to it. So I guess mm. that is kind of an alteration. I would prefer to change the wording. As a newly married woman myself, five months in, I love my husband. Y'all, that is my sweet teddy bear. Do you hear me? <laughs> um, and I grew up, um, I just recently turned 28. For 27 years, I grew up, my, my parents have been married for two, uh, excuse me, two years. Oh my All their, I, I grew up in a two-parent household, all right? Now, if you, if you, if you didn't know this, I'm an African-American. I'm a black sister in the Lord, all right? And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because stereotypes say that most black families, black children, do not grow up in a two-parent home. I did, and they're still together. But my mother ran the household, all right? My mother ran it. My mom is one of 10 siblings. My aunts ran their household, and they're married. My uncle's wives ran the household. So my upbringing, yes, it was Christian, but all I saw was women running the world. Literally, when I heard Beyonce say, who runs the world, I was right there with her. Mm -hmm. Girls, because that's what I saw at church. All I saw were women running the show and men sitting back. I was Mm -hmm. like you, Kendra, in the sense, I asked the Lord, why in the world did you create men to be the leader, the husband? Because all I saw were weak men. No, if I did that, it's just me. I'm just being honest. Weak men spiritually. Maybe I should put it that way. Okay. And it wasn't until I got into the Word of God, a biblical woman's gonna seek God's Word. That's a, that's first and foremost. They're not gonna go by the status quo or the culture or Oprah Winfrey or or um I don't even know I don't know Beth Moore. They're they're gonna go for what God's Word says for themselves. They're gonna right. seek after the Word. The more I got into the Word of God, I'm like, okay, this okay Lord, you said a husband's supposed to lead. I need to see it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until about three and a half years ago I started working here at American Family Association. I met Will and Mickey Addison, the director. Will is the director of Urban Family Talk, the sister network of American Family Association. I met them, and I, I'm putting this out there for a reason. They're black. And I saw submission, and Mickey has a very strong personality as well. She does. I saw <laughs> submission, and yeah. I was like, whoa, that's how that looks. Because I have a strong personality. And it gave hope as a married couple. Come on, Kendra. I'd, I'd reach to the you place. Caesar, come I, in, girl, because you know I get to talk. I get excited. I yeah. hadn't seen a lot of biblical examples of marriage. There were a few. So you were the same way, and you're I white. Had. I'm bringing and, colors up for I'd, a reason. I'd come to the point of seeing marriage as a ball and chain yeah. for women. If yeah. you truly understood God's word and what submission meant, it felt like a ball and chain. And God convicted me and said, everything I create is good. Amen. I made marriage. You don't understand what it is if this is how you feel. Amen. And he called me to look around to people that I saw that are, were operating 
in the way he designed and the order that he designed it to be. And I came to Miki. Come I had, on. I had coffee with her and I said, you're going to have to help me understand this. Come on, Kendra. It, it's work. Whatever you're doing, it's working. And it, she, oh man, it was so helpful. And well, I appreciate I saw, it. I saw so many, like growing up, I've watched so many marriages fail and friends mm-hmm. and family. It, you know, I'm only, I'm about to be 27. I have friends that I went to school with that are going into second and third marriages. Wow. And I've only been out of school for nine years. And it is just, it is really sad. So I, I was in a place where I didn't trust marriage. Mm-hmm. And I didn't trust the fact that I could have a marriage and it would last. Now, I'm still single, but now I'm at a place where I realized that's because I was coming from a viewpoint of that man will fail me, you know, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, we'll let each other down. And that's because I was thinking about leaning on each other and not having God in the mix at all. I'm like, and well, that's because you're not supposed to lean on just each other. Right. God is supposed to be at the center of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm a, and the more you get scriptural, the more the Lord will give you revelation. And then it wasn't when I, I told the Lord, I didn't understand why he created men to be husbands. He presented the Addisons in my life and then other individuals, the Hamilton, mm-hmm. a- Hamilton, Abraham Hamilton III, yeah. he and his wife. And the next thing I knew, I was like, okay, I want this Lord. And then I was like, no more missionary dating. Yep. <laughs> no I more. I can change that. him. Yep. No more of that. That is babysitting, my sisters. That is babysitting, and that is not what God has called us to do. Right. He said in Ephesians that a husband is to cleanse, cleanse his wa- wife through the washing of the Word of God. That told me I need a mature husband. Right. Then that told me, okay, I didn't see a lot of that. I was like, well, you know what? I will be single until the Lord presents a man like that. I don't have time to babysit. A husband's a role is huge. It is vital. Let's get scripture real quick, and then we're going to get to you singles. This is what it says. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 5. And the more I got into the word, y'all, I promise you, the Lord will change your heart on this. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25 and 26. For husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of the word. That told me this brother got to come right. Do you hear me? Right. Anything y'all want to add? I'm sorry. I get so excited no, about this. You, you I'm go. sweating. Go I'm like sweating. Going to the purpose of what a woman is um, and the, the definition. You asked the great question of, you know, does it change when a woman's married? Um, I think I've heard a lot of people define a woman's purpose in regards to, they'll take that scripture verse in Genesis that says um, in, in Genesis 129, be fruitful, increase, you know, multiply. And they'll say that, you know, a, a woman's purpose is to be a helpmeet to her husband and to bear children. And I've been single for 31 years. Cedra, I'm going to ask you on this question. Yes. <laughs> Do you struggle to understand when you're in a season of singleness or maybe even called to singleness full time? I feel like that that working definition isn't helpful and doesn't necessarily apply to all people. Well, I mean, I grew up, you know, growing up in the South, it oh. just, it was like, you have to get married. Everybody I have married. had so many people, uh, my, my aunts, my grandma, you know, grandmothers, my, my mom has even started and she was always chill with me being single about getting married. And I had to come to a place of contentment in my life, contentment with God and what he has planned for me. Amen. And sometimes that may, that may mean... I've stayed single for now. Now, right now, right. I'm, at a, I'm at a place of I don't know. That's that's where I'm at. Like, it's not that God's hiding anything from me. But right now, he said, I will show you in good time. Amen. Right now, you just keep going. You keep working. And I will show you. I'll direct your path. Taking it day by day. And so that's kind of where I'm at. But I don't think that means that um, I don't have a purpose. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, God definitely has a purpose for me. And maybe that means I stay single. Maybe he needs me in some place where singleness is going to be helpful. And even, sometimes mm-hmm. it's difficult because I do see people, you know, uh, Kendra, though you are technically, you're not married, 
but you're not completely single. I got a boyfriend. She's you have a boyfriend. And you know me, I, I stay 90% of the time at your house. Like, I'm always <laughs> over there. And, you know, you're over there being all sweet. And I'm like... Girl, that's sweet. I want, I, <laughs> See, I want so somebody sweet. to hold my hand. That's the reason why every guy that comes into your house, I'm like, you don't hold hands. <laughs> You're so hands. silly. Oh my but, gosh. <laughs> and she does too, y'all. Yeah, She's I do, very blunt. I do, I but it. like, but like, I've I've found contentment where mm-hmm. I'm I'm at, and I know that God has a plan for me, even if that means not being married. Amen. So, how does a single person fulfill her calling to be fruitful, to nurture? to um, submit? Like, how does that apply to singleness? Well, the Bible says, <laughs> the Bible, biblical womanhood right girl. here, guys. First Corinthians chapter 7, verse 32 through 35, Paul is speaking. He says, I want you to be free from the concerns of this life. An unmarried man can spend his time doing the Lord's work and thinking how to please him. But a married man has to think about his earthly responsibilities, how to please his wife. His interests are divided. In the same way, a woman who is no longer married or has never been married can be devoted to the Lord and holy in body and in spirit. And you can finish on. It goes on to the the role of the married woman. What is God's like? What what is kingdom work? That's the way I see it. If you are single, you have kingdom work to do. And that consists of making disciples. What did Jesus say in Matthew 28? Mm-hmm. He said, go ye into all the world and make disciples. Right. I do believe that if you do believe that God is calling to calling you to be married, you need to do some Titus chapter two and get under some mature women of God to learn. You know, we prepare for college, right? You go to college to prepare whatever occupation that you're going to do. I do believe we need to also prepare for marriage if you believe God is calling you to that. But whether he is or not, in your singleness, you need to be discipling someone. You need to be getting into the word of God. You need to be seeking his will. Like nobody's business, like a dog on a bone, like they say. to disciple is to be fruitful and multiply. Absolutely. You don't have to have children and bear children in order to multiply in the kingdom of God. Absolutely. Because New life can come through people coming to faith in Christ. And, you know, God, um, I struggled for a while because God gave me a heart to nurture and to be a mom. And I found myself, you know, marriage was postponed in my life because God had not brought that person. And I said, God, what do I do with like, I just I want to love on people. And he he gave me this group of girls that I work with on, on Monday nights they come from rough backgrounds where sometimes their mamas aren't involved at all in mm. their life or they live with a grandparent. And um, he said, be a mom to these girls who have moms that aren't being moms. Amen. And I started just uh, discipling these girls and getting involved in their life. I had several of them over to my house. I was teaching them how to make pizza one day. and Homemaker. Homemade right pizza, right? Mm-hmm. And so they had, several of them had never cooked in the kitchen you know and so they were loving it and one of them turned to me and she said miss kendra what would it be like if you were our mom and we were all your daughters Girl, I broke down and in tears. i just had this moment where it brought such satisfaction to know that even though i have this future hope of being a mom and you know um nurturing and pouring into somebody I was still fulfilling God's call in my life right now. And that, you know, if I hadn't asked him, how do I, what do I do with this, this desire of who have you made me, I would have missed that opportunity. But how about you, Cedra? Have you found any ways in your life to fulfill? Oh, absolutely. I have have a dear cousin and I love her dearly and she's in the military and she's about to be, I mean, she's gone now and she's going to be gone for a year for over, I mean, over, it could be over, I mean, you know, and you just never know with that. And she has four daughters. 
that she's that she's leaving back now that there she has three older ones but one of them's a teenager and I feel like she's 13 and I just feel so close to her and she's going through a lot of things and and I just feel like pouring into her and then there's the last one who's four and whenever I get there and I hear my name being screamed through the house because she heard me walk in the door and she just comes running and I'm gonna tear up just thinking about it and I can hear her <laughs> in another room talking to talking to her granddaddy and she said I love Cedra oh, and that just and that just like yeah I'm, I'm tearing up just thinking about it right now and so like I just feel this desire to pour into them you know more and I have the time to do that isn't it cool that God made women that way like even regardless of um, whether you are a you know um, athlete who doesn't like to be all super super feminine like no matter what woman you have there's this innate desire to nurture and to take care of people and it it looks different with different women but like you know there was the the school shooting that happened just recently in Florida and um, as I was hearing different stories of all of these students talking about the first thing they did was call their mama and the people in the hallways they're calling for their mom Mm. there's a need for women and you know men and Obviously, dads are important, but the role of a woman is so important. Y'all, this is Engage Magazine Radio. Engage Radio. Men, it has truly been a pleasure. We're going to do this again, ladies. And we will. Absolutely. (laughs) Victory Hollyfield, Kendra White, Cedar Sarton. Sarton? Did I say that? Yes, Sarton. Oh, my goodness. Live radio, guys. Thank y'all so much. Check out EngageMagazine.net. God bless you. Go share Jesus with someone.